Welcome to Completely Healed Podcast. I'm Joanna. Now, if this is your first time, I welcome you. But if you have been rocking with me since episode one, season one, then welcome back, friend. I'm so happy that you are here. This podcast is geared toward women so that they may completely heal, be filled with grace, love, and mercy. This podcast is geared towards people who want to see the glory of God revealed through them. If that's you, you're in the right place. I am recording daily, if not weekly, on everyday topics, random questions that come to mind that no one has taken the time to truly answer. I'm honest, I'm loving, and I'm here to help you completely heal. Stay tuned for the next episode. Now starting. Recently, um, in my life, I have been tasked with the difficulty of loving those that are unlovable. And it is painful. And right now, those that are connected to me, you too, are going through this. People are hurting you. People that were supposed to be there for you. People that weren't supposed to betray you. They're doing it, and it's the ones that are very closest to you. It's, it's though you have betrayal in your own backyard. And my word of encouragement today is let them. What God is doing through you in this time, in this season, as though he is also doing it through me, is perfecting you in love. Because remember, God is love. And love carries a multitude of sin. And if we were put here to cover people and to pardon their sins, to let them know that their sins have been forgiven, you're covering them. There's many people on this earth that don't believe that their sins have been forgiven. You are a walking testimony that has been forgiven. They will be drawn and connected to you just so you can forgive them of their sins. And the Lord said that. In Hebrews 8, 12, I'll do the English standard version because that's the one we've been staying in. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities and I will remember their sins no more. So when people are, are here with us, on this earth, walking, abusing, believing in other things, you still have a responsibility. That is the greatest task of your life, is learning those, learning to love those who are unlovable. They will hurt you. They will defile you. They will persecute you. But the Lord gave us a a beatitude in the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 5 verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The New Living Translation says. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. So don't get frustrated. It's it's only and I, I promised you I had to learn this. And through my coworkers, everyone kept saying the same thing. Adjust your approach, adjust your approach, adjust your approach. And for the life of me, I'm like, Lord, what do you mean? And I kept, remember when he says, trust me in all of your ways. And I will be a light unto your foot. I will be a light unto your foot. So what God was saying to me during that time through those people, and that's the reason why it was like echoes just ringing in my ear was, remember 
you are fighting a battle that is already won and everything that they're doing to you, I told you they would do to you. And I told you that you would have many troubles in this world, but take heart for I've overcome it. And if I have overcome it and I am in you and you are in me and we are both in my Lord and Father, we're good, baby. It's good. Let them. That's what they're supposed to do. They're gonna they're gonna make empty threats of trying to get you removed. They can. They won't be able to let them throw dirt on you. Just a piece of you is dying more. And the quicker you can surrender, the quicker you can learn this lesson is the quicker you get to, to elevate. The quicker you get to your wingspans uh, expanded. For my eagles out there, the quicker you get to cover people, a tree of shade, not to throw shade, but be a tree of shade. Meaning when it's hot outside, you, you provide relief. You're protected against the winds, harsh winds. Trees can also fall if they're not stable, if their roots aren't deep enough. If they've been there for too, too long and the harsh winds and the insects and things start to eat them because trees can be diseased if they're not in the right environment. So what God was telling me through this season, and I believe he's also speaking to many of those that are connected to me, they are coming and they are here. They are going to try to throw dirt on your name. Let them. They're going to try to bury you. It's going to feel like they're trying to take you out. Let them. They said the same thing about Jesus. And we will never be removed. We can never be taken out. They were going to persecute you. It's a part of your assignment. Put it on the cross. Your cross is your assignment. That's why it's hard. That's why every time you keep running into the same task, the same thing. Every time you go to a job, it's the same thing. Because God is trying to teach you something. You're not going to get past this lesson. And every time you don't pass it, it will come back again. God will put it on shuffle and it'll come back again. Now it is my time and God has made me a parent. I am perfecting my love in you. And I want you to get it. I want you to understand because I want to fill you with greater love. Because again, love covers a multitude of sin. Other translation says charity covers a multitude of sin. I'm here to cover people. That is why I'm an that's why I'm an eagle. I'm here to cover people. Nations, pardon nations, Lord forgive them. I love them. I know that they dis- but I love your people here. You have to remember what Moses came to do was to not just to deliver, he covered them. He was a liberator. God is placing liberators right now. If you're under the sound of my voice, you are a liberator. But he has to perfect things in you. One, you have to learn how to love yourself. Then you have to learn how to love God. Then you have to learn how to love his people. And and it's it's even more so, let let me back up. First, you have to love yourself. Then you love people. Then you love God. It's a trifecta. I wanted to correct myself because when Jesus was saying the commandments, it was to love the Lord God. Then it was to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So even the hierarchy of how Jesus placed it, you loving yourself is loving God, is loving your neighbor. And then you will surely see, I have loved myself. Putting people first, loving people first before you remember their wrongdoings, loving people first before holding them accountable to their negligence and their non-compliance, loving them first. And that is what my coworkers were trying to say. 
But because it was coming from them and because they wronged me, because I, I, I struggled to hear God through them, but I knew it was God speaking. But I thought with my human mind, huh, what do you mean change my approach, Lord? Like, it is what it is. We have this is this is what it is. And I began to sound like Moses when he came down on the Israelites. And God said, don't speak to my people. You, you have to speak to them, but speak to them right. Talk to them right. Moses hit the rock, which the rock represented Jesus. It, you will not punish Jesus twice because Jesus already had an assignment to be punished, to be crucified. And what Moses did when he hit the, the rock, he was hitting Jesus. And that God's not rocking with that. <laughs> you will not hit his son, Jesus Christ. You will not go beyond the assignment of which he had already given him. That's his job. And so God took that personal because you're, you, why are you hitting me? No, that's not what I asked you to do. I said, speak to the rock. So you have to be careful because remember, God is in people as well. And his voice is is exemplified through people. So the very person that's persecuting you, they still carry the voice of God. You're honoring that. You have to honor that. When you don't honor that, it becomes dishonor towards God. He speaks directly through people who you do not like. Stubborn people, literally people that tried to to do you wrong and dirty. In the dream I had last night, God showed me um, reconciling so many things, so many things with people. And it's like, love them anyway. You can love them from a distance, but love them anyway. Keep no record of wrong. Don't remember that they hurt you. Don't remember those times that they that they did you wrong. You know the type of person that they are by the fruit that they bear and, and respect them for that. Trust them with the fruit that they actually bear, not the fruit that they pretend them to have. And that completely changed my perspective because love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. My, my, my parents may not have patience, I can't trust you to have patience right now until God shows me, were you working on your patience? Being peace, Jesus is our peace. So there are certain things where he's like, I'm providing for you. Don't even expect to get that in this world. I got that. I got that. And all of those things, essentially, he gave to us. So we're looking for it in other people and they may not be exemplifying that, but you know it's in there because Jesus is there. The Holy Spirit is there. God is there. The triune is there in you at all times, just like they're in everybody else. They may be buried underneath, but they're there. You are honoring that person for that. You are resurrecting that in them by your love because love covers. This is a difficult one. I know it's a hard pill to swallow. And some of y'all probably tuned y'all face already up to me like, "Mm, girl, no, no, ma'am. Then you're not ready to love. You're not ready to receive love. And you sure as heck, you're not ready to even be in a relationship, a marital relationship. If you can't love, don't marry someone. If you can't love, that is the test. It's the ultimate test. There are some relationships that are um, unreconcilable. Absolutely. They are there. They do exist. But you do everything in your power to love them first. Everything in your power to love them first. In my dream, God showed me helping people that absolutely talked about me and treated me like a dog when I first got in this hospital and still do. 
And he showed me just not in that dream of me helping that person. That was my instructions. I got up immediately and was like, Lord, I don't even really need interpretation for that. I know exactly what you're saying and what I'm supposed to do and help is coming and you're right there for me and don't quit. I have the resources there. Don't quit. You're protected. Every time you go into this person's room, I'm covering you and I'm wrapping you and the greater is with you than it's with her. Oh, it's more of us than it is of her. And it's not really against her. It's the thing that's operating from within her life or within her own body, her soul. It's like, go. I know you wanted to take off today. Go in and help this woman. So I got up and I said, well, Lord, what if she refuses? I didn't ask you to go there to see if she refuses. I said, go and help. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going. I'm getting up. It's the obedience. It's the simple act of obedience where God truly just needs your yes. He truly just needs your rest. So what do you do? How, how do you do that? You're going to get it wrong sometimes. But go and apologize. Hey, I don't mean to offend. Um, hope I didn't come off wrong. But that's not my intention. State your clear intentions. And just, uh, you know, I may not always, I may not, my body language may not always apply or match my, my intentions. But I am human, just like you're human. Give me grace. I'm learning. I've never had a soul, a body before and had to operate flesh before and had to combine all of those with the spirit before. I never had to do that. I never had to work in this population and this typical culture where people are are hateful and bitter and lack the capacity to love when I am full of it. I never had to do that before. I never ran across that before. But instead of running, like Elijah did from Jezebel. He had to love her. And there's a tough, there's tough love. <laughs> His love for God's people had to be greater than the desire to just fulfill a good name, a mentionable name in heaven. It was so much greater than that. Every time someone tried to run away from the things of God, God said, nope, you got to go back. You got to go back. You got to go back. I have all of my nursing career, which this is year number six, all of my nursing years, I've had to, which, ah, do you see why six is important? Six represents man. (laughs) Ah, and seven is perfection, completion. Jesus, your words are powerful. God is perfecting something through me. But if I don't get it this year, if you don't get it right now this year, it's going to come back. And that very limitation and stagnation that I talked about in so many of my different uh, podcasts, it's coming from that. We open doors for for spirits to come and not all not all spirits are evil. Sometimes they're just there. They're not good, they're not bad, but they're just there. Sometimes we open portals for them. Sometimes we open portals for things that we're like, you know what, Lord, where is this coming from? Your disobedience. Because your disobedience leaves a as a, a, a a welcome door, an open door, a 24-hour door. For those who were also disobedient to God. That is why y'all speak the same language. That is why we often speak the language of devils and demons and and spiritual wickedness in high places. That's the reason why we understand more of their language. And everyone was like, oh, that's demonic. That's demonic. But you can never tell what comes from God. It's because you come right now. Your language is of 
the devil. His direct language is defilement against God. It is disobeying God because delay is disobey. The devil believes God, absolutely, but he does not obey God. Uh Uh-uh. He has parameters of what he can do, but ultimately he he disobeyed God. He didn't even know God like that. He thought that he could raise his heaven, his, his throne, where God's are, where God is above. No. And our Prince Michael said, nope, get out. Get out. We found uh, the stain of iniquity. We found the stain of sin, which is iniquity in your heart. So sin came and did his business and left, but it did. It, it gave you a stain. So many of us are stained. Sin died. It died. It's gone already. It was crucified on the cross. Jesus became sin on the cross on our behalf. And that's why you're not going to hell because of your sin. It's your unbelief that Jesus is who he said he is, that he can clean you up, make your fleece white as snow. Instead of being stained with sin and the iniquity of it, we've been stained with the blood of the lamb who is stained on the mercy seat that covers us. So it's not that it's your hearkening heart toward him. The, I tried to teach you. I tried to help you. I I wanted you, but you were disobedient. You would never yield to me. God can't do anything with you on that. And so what ends up happening is you fall away by the wayside and then you become the character of sin because everyone who sins has the same characteristic. Same one. You're a liar. And God said that all men are liars. And that's why I said there for there is none without sin. No, not one. But what they're saying is there are none without the stain of sin. No, not one. Because we have this body. And when we have became the fallen through our, our, our father, Adam, the second Adam had to come. Jesus Christ and made it right. And so now that's why we are not walking by, by sight. But we walk by faith. For we walk by faith, not by sight. That is why you are not supposed to live in your flesh. Your flesh is full of sin. It's stained by sin. This body has been affected by sin. That's why we can't take this body with us when we go from glory to glory. When we go on to greater, when we die, we're getting a new body. Why? This one is stained with sin. And that's why Paul said, I do what I don't want to do and I don't do what I want to do. What is going on? Therefore, it is no longer I who sins, but it's my body who is doing that. That is the reason why you fast is so you can break that off. If you fast, it's not for God. It's for you. Because sometimes our bodies and our flesh override our souls and our spirit, overrides our spirit. Our spirit gets tossed by the wayside and we have to fast and strengthen our spirit. That's why fasting is spiritual. That is why throughout the day you fill your life with spiritual things. You listen to spiritual podcasts. You are reminding your spirit and you are disciplining your soul and disciplining your body and disciplining your flesh, which they are all different. But you're disciplining them from a hierarchy. Your spirit is ranked higher than all of them because it's joined with the Holy Spirit now. There's no difference right now between your spirit and the Holy Spirit. And you keep trying to disconnect yourself 
God said, there's no difference between Jesus Christ and you. And Jesus said, I'm coming to give my spirit unto you. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of God that dwells in us. And you keep trying to say, well, is it me or is it the Holy Spirit? Is it me or the Holy Spirit? You right there, that is a direct reflection that you have not succumbed to the things of God. And he's perfecting in you. And the moment that you recognize and you're like, you know what? Holy Spirit, that's still in me. That is still in me. He's like, okay, I'm helping you with that. Thank you for acknowledging that I haven't covered everything right there. Thank you. Many people don't and they play Christian and they think that it has been acknowledged, but it hasn't. The way you talk to people, would the Holy Spirit do that? Why? We need to start bringing back that that band that said WWJD. What would Jesus do? He had so much poise and so much grace and elegance for those that persecuted them that he on the cross said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm, It's hard, I know. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And I've just got corrected. I've, I've been chastised in love. And he's like, no. Forgive them for they know not what they do. There are some times where you got a knuck if you buck, but it's not at people. It's the things within those people. That's what you're praying against. That's what you're praying against. And sometimes, sometimes, like I said, there is a time and there's a place for everything. But you still do it out of love. You will die by correction. If you play with me and you play with the spirit of God in me and you try to disdain me, And you become distasteful in my mouth. You will die by correction. Thus declares the Lord. That goes for anybody in my life that comes into my destiny. You will die by correction. And that does not mean a physical death. Not always. But there's a time, as you can see, I can get there. And if y'all listen to that prayer that said, Lord, vindicate me. Yes, there is a time when God sends you into a territory to clear a territory. That is the time to pray like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like he told Joshua, you got to go into these, you got to go into these different places. You got to take it. The Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, uh, the Amorites, the Ananites, the Hivites. Yeah, those are those people that you are coming and say, look, you will die by correction if you don't move out of my way. But to the everyday person that is in your life who could be operating in that, you still are loving them. Because it's not the person that you're wrestling against. And the scripture says that for we wrestle not with flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter six, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We don't wrestle with that. Lord, I will not lift my finger to contend with anyone. Anyone who contends with me has contended with you. Fight my battles. Because I will continue to love. It's a distraction. I'm telling you, it's a distraction. It is a distraction. I am a living witness, a real, a live testimony right now. It's a distraction. And then God channeled. I already knew these things. They were within me. But God sends people to remind you. It's a distraction, boo. Don't even worry about it. I know that I'm in the right place in the right environment because there are people that are surrounding me. The very thing that God has spoke of in my dream last night is the very thing that I am seeing in the physical. But because I couldn't see it at that time, not to that detail, God was like, I'm going to put it in a dream and I'm going to show you again. I'm going to show you again. 
Don't hearken your voice and don't hearken your voice <laughs> against God. Mm-mm. But hearken unto his voice. What he has to say is so much important than what you have to say. Literally just uh, repented heart this morning. That's what he's asking for. It's not the fact that he knew you weren't going to mess up. He knew you were going to mess up. He knew what you were going to struggle with. Hello, grace and mercy is new every morning. I'm receiving my new grace and mercy this morning. And Lord, as you have had mercy on me, so shall I have mercy on others. And when I have mercy on others, so shall you have mercy upon them. It's a cycle. That is a cycle. Mercy is endless. And he said that my mercy will endure forever and ever. It's a cycle. Get in the cycle. Get in the mix, baby. Get in the mix. Get in the mix because it's a cycle. The only time you feel like discord and disconnected from God is when you come off that cycle. And then you got to fast to get back in that cycle. And then the weeping comes and the, the total repented heart comes. And that is why you should be fasting throughout the day. If I'm fasting throughout the day, I am yielding to my spirit. Pick times that you are going to fast. Fast at some some point in time, daily, weekly. Lord, from this time to this time, I'm fasting from social media. I'm fasting from from drinking. I'm fasting from smoking. I'm fasting from this because I I, I want to dedicate this amount of time to you. I want to study the word. I want to pray in the spirit. I want to worship you. I want to praise you. I want to give you glory and honor so that when I step into those environments, they are not seeing me, Joanna. They are seeing you, Jesus Christ. They're seeing the works of Jesus Christ. They are they are seeing the glory of you being revealed through me. But if I show up with my ego, the glory is heavier than my ego. So I got to let one of them go. Which one? And oftentimes we let go of the glory of God for our ego. An ego and ego are completely different. You can't be both. Which one? Egotistical or you do you want to be an eagle of heaven? An eagle of the kingdom of God. Which one? Because God gives us a choice. Beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. Absolutely. But you also have a duty and a responsibility. He said beware of them. Not curse them. He said, bless those that curse you. Pray for those who persecute you. You're already blessed when they say all kinds of things about you. You're already blessed when they lie on you. That is a reminder to let you know you are blessed. You are the blessed of God. Our homework assignment today is to go over Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 through 12, because I think we need a refresher and a reminder that you're blessed. And I'm going to cover us today, but you got to go back and, and watch and listen and, and highlight. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. <laughs> Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye 
when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven for so for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you which are before you now i carry the mantle of a prophet <laughs> what god is saying through me to you you are blessed this is how you know you're blessed they persecute you you're blessed you mourning you're blessed all of the beatitudes are as jesus said you're blessed you're blessed they want your blessing don't give it to them because the moment you lower yourself to their standards ooh your spiritual bank how are we adding to our spiritual bank mama t saw, talked about that um a couple of days ago when she was in new york spiritual banks they exist i love mama t mighty mighty power of god dynamic dynamic power of god spiritual mother to nations oh mama t we honor you if you ever listen to this mama t i honor you god bless you woof jesus so in closing out today's today's episode i know this was a lot to chew on a lot to swallow this is not milk that you're getting right now baby this is meat <laughs> this is meat This one, this one's going to require some time to adjust and to digest, but you got this. I'm with you. I'm praying for you. And as the Lord is doing it through me, so shall it be with you. I got you. If you need help, if you need prayer, let me know, reach out to me. I leave all of my contact information. You guys have my socials. Don't walk on this thing alone when he has given people to help you. I'm here anywhere where two people are gathered. He's there. He's there. He manifests right there. So come on. I got you. Let's bring down heaven on earth because the kingdom of God is not anywhere else but within you. Bring it out. Bring it out. You have the keys to it. Every time you obey God, you get more access to the kingdom and more access to the kingdom and more and more and more until you be like, you know what? He completely saved my life and turned it around. I used to be ratchet. Now I'm saved. Whew, what is going on? You have learned to, to be obedient and you've learned to surrender to the things of God. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this word was uplifting, encouraging, empowering, and that it truly begins to transform your mind. Under the sound of my voice, every person that comes into agreement and alignment with what it was said today, may this word not just be fulfilled in your ears, but may you completely be healed. Light be in your situation. Light be in your job, like be in your family, like be within your own body. Today, be healed. Again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again on next time at Completely Healed by Planted Not Buried.